Good afternoon, guys. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. It's Saturday. This is Mimi, Mimi's message. You're listening to Bernice on Mimi's message. I just want to say thank you so much for 2020 um, listeners. I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Mimi's message to be edified. We talked about so much. We talked about prayer. We talked about prophecy. We talked about um, the gift of the Spirit. We talked about the fruit of the Spirit. We talked about a lot of things in 2020. And I'm so excited for what God has in store for 2021, what he wants me to teach and preach about and even share with you prophetically as well. I hope that you were blessed uh, by all that was shared. Um, the last post, the last podcast was about what God will show me for 2021. And I hope that you yourself went before the Lord as a as a daughter and a, as a son of God to ask him concerning your personal life, concerning your family, concerning your community, and even your purpose, what he has in store, and even for the world. Because God is a God that will love to share with you those that seek him. He will expose to them what it is that he wants to do. And so I hope that your relationship with God has started on a different plateau and even, um, being able to be shifted in another level, another realm in 2021, that you are on target of what it is that you are, um, you know, doing at this time and what God has instructed you to do that, you know, the former things are behind you. Amen. And that now the new things that the Lord is doing, he said, can't you see I'm doing a new thing that it is before you and that, that you are walking in, in it in all its completeness. And I hope that your, uh, 2021 has started off in a great, great, way. Um, And so I thank you for tuning in. So today we're going to be talking about the five foot ministry and relationship because that's something that the Lord has placed on my heart to to basically uh, let you see how the five foot ministry is when it comes to relationship, Um, especially relationship that is not um, uh, maybe relationship that has been left Maybe, you know, like I would say relationship that the Lord has told people to leave behind and even relationships that are now. So God has, uh, the Holy Spirit was talking to me this morning about the fact that there are some people who are not in the fivefold ministry that have a, uh, a, a skewed or let's say a, um, a untruthful um, appearance of people who are in the five-foot ministry. And he wants to set things straight. He wants to let you see what it is that you're missing that you don't really see. Uh, And then some people feel like the five-foot ministry, people don't want to be their friends or don't want to be connected to them or don't want to associate with them. Uh, And some people even see five-foot ministry as though they are pompous or prideful. Uh, Even, even, um, the way that they are because they feel as though, um, you know, um, they are on another level of uh, anointing so they, they cannot uh, interact with them. But God is, is, is letting me have this podcast specifically to address that because um, I believe that what the Lord is showing, the Holy Spirit is showing me is that people have a, 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 um, a untruthful appearance of the fivefold people in the fivefold ministry when it comes to relationship. And, and, you know, in 2020, God literally removed certain people out of people's life, especially those that he was about to propel and elevate into another level and another season in the ministry and so people have left people and some of them are are angry and sad and um 
uh, resentful. And God wants me to expose to you why he allows those things to happen, especially with those that he's called into the five-foot ministry to be separated from you. So this is not really for those that are already in the five-foot ministry because I, I have an understanding that I have an understanding that they already grasp that because they're already in it, so they already know. But this is for those that are outside, that are that are not in the five-foot ministry, that the Lord wants to literally open your eyes so that you see what it is that they've been trying to show you reasons why they cannot connect with you reasons why they cannot be in alignment with you uh it does not mean that there's something wrong with you it's just that there's a season for everything under the sun right we know that in Ecclesiastes. so there's a season for everything and so god wants me to expose that to you in this season and in this time uh so i hope that you are uh, blessed that you'll be blessed by this um and that it will heal you yes it will heal your body it will heal your heart it will heal your mind and even in, in in the things that you feel left out it will heal your perspective yes your perspective it will heal your perspective uh and i pray that when that perspective is healed that your heart will be healed as well and your vision will be healed um and that you will feel accepted that you will feel wanted and needed okay so um i thank you for listening and i cannot wait to to share more of what god has god has so many things that you want me to talk about so we're going to go on a great journey together um in 2021 so i just want to say thank you so much um if you have not subscribed and followed and shared with your other people your other friends other people that you know other family members that can be you know, inspired and even blessed by these teachings and uh, and what God has allowed me to share through this platform. I I hope that you'll be able to share with them. You know, send it to them, text it to them, so that they can also be blessed. Okay. So I love you, and let's take a moment of worship. You know, worship is a very important thing about this uh, podcast that we always go into worship because God deserves all our praise. He deserves all our worship. He deserves to be elevated in our lives. He's the one true God. He's the one true shepherd he is the one true king he is the one true father he is the one that needs to be in place in our lives first above everything else so let's take time right now to just go before the throne of grace and just worship the lord in spirit and in truth
So that was Tasha Cobb's song, You Know My Name, by um, Tasha Cobb's Leonard. I like how she said, no fire can burn me, no battle can turn me, no mountain can stop me because you hold my hand, because you know my name, because you walk with me, because you talk with me. I like how it says, I'm walking in victory, in your victory, not my victory, but the Lord's victory, because your power, God, is within me. No giant can defeat me. It, it reminds me of Goliath and, and David, David and Goliath. You know, God was with him through the battle. And so I want, to, I want you to remember that in 2021, remember that no fire can burn you, no battle can turn you, no mountain can stop you because the Lord holds your hands and he walks with you and he talks with you and you are walking in his victory and you are walking in his power within you. There's greater in you that is, that is in you than that is, there's greater in you than that that is in the world. So remember that. That no fire can burn you. No giant can come and stop you. If God can lead David to slay Goliath, guess what? He can lead you to slay your Goliath. So remember that, that God knows your, your name. He has your name written. He knows your name. I want you to remember, just tell yourself, the Lord knows my name. He knows my name. He knows my name. And there's no giant that can defeat me. The power of God within me is greater than, than what it is in the world, than what it is in your family, than what it is in your job, than what it is in your marriage, than, than what it is in your community that the enemy has brought against you. I want you to know that the power within you is greater. The Holy Spirit within you is greater than the enemy that is operating around you because God holds your hand. Imagine your hand in the Lord's hands. Imagine God holding your hand, gripping your hand right now. You see that liberation, that freedom, okay? So release everything to him. Let him hold your hand through this journey of 2021. He has your your life in his hand and he's holding you alongside it as he walks with you and he talks with you and he commune with you and he tells you that you are his own, okay? So I love this song because it really shows that God knows our name, that he is Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Tiskun. He is Jehovah. He is Emmanuel, God with us. So he's walking with us. He's talking with us, okay? So I hope that this song liberated somebody, that you're not in this journey alone. Never, never, never alone in this journey. You are with the Lord, the Most High King. He is with you in every aspect, in every journey. He is not surprised. He's never surprised, okay? And so know that you also have angels with you. Remember, we, we studied about angels in in 2020. We, th- we studied about the, the, the life, basically the purpose of angels, what angels are supposed to do, you know, what their life entail, why God made them, okay? So if you've not listened to it, I want you to go back and listen to it as well. All right, so now that we've had um, a time of worship, you know, let's go into uh, a time of prayer. I just want you to just posture your heart and posture your mind. Just remove every distraction from you and just release every heavy burden. Just lay it at the feet of Jesus at this time as we go into prayer. Father, I just thank you right now, God. We release this moment to you, saturated with your presence, with your consuming fire. I thank you, Father, for allowing us to be awake today. Many people did not wake up, but God, you 
grace us with a new life, Father. So we say thank you. We bless you, God, and we we lift your name on high, God. We elevate your presence, God, above every presence. We thank you for your great anointing in the room at this time. Father, we say that, Lord, we are humbled before you. Take over, Holy Spirit. We welcome you in this room and in this time of communion together. Father, I pray and I saturate this time under your presence. And I pray, oh Lord, as I speak, God, that, Lord, you will send ministering angels around me. Father, Lord, you will send my angels around me, God, to minister to me as I minister to the people. I pray, oh Lord, every verse, every word, every edification, everything that you want to show me, even the visions that you want to show me, God, I am open to it. And I pray, oh Lord, those that are listening, God, will have an impartation of your word and revelation and even a rhema word that somebody is in need of, that it will be healing, it will be deliverance upon them, God, upon their hearts, and there will be forgiveness that will be released in the realm of the spirit, and there will be freedom, elevation, God, in their minds, God, to see the perspective that you are showing them, there will be a, a pruning, God, a purging, Father, that will happen in the realm of the spirit, and even in their hearts, and in their soul, that relationship will be mended, yes, God, relationship will be mended because of this teaching because of what you're showing me to teach them God concerning relationship God so I pray that Lord you will restore what needs to be restored God and you will separate what needs to be separated and I even pray father as as I speak God you come against every assignment of the enemy I place the 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 weapons that the enemy has sent forth in the realm of the spirit God I commend them right now by the blood of Jesus and the fire of God to be consumed and pulled down put on every stronghold every assignment of the enemy that is trying to come against what you're doing at this moment now Lord what you are saying, what you are doing will manifest and will be put in place. That everything that the enemy has been releasing against what it is that you're doing, God, will be dismantled and eradicated in the name of Jesus. And I pray the Lord, let ears hear. I come against everything that has been holding on to people's hearts and in their minds and even in their life that is causing them to be anxious. Your word said, Lord, we are not to be anxious for anything, but in all our, our ways, we are to God to seek you, Father, and you will give us what it is that we need, Father. We should not be anxious for anything, but in all things, God, pray. Pray to you, God, and you will give it. You are a father that gives. You love to give us. You have benefits for your children. Many do not have because they don't ask. You said, Lord, when we ask, God, you will give it. When we seek, we will find it, Father. But God, we want to seek you first, the kingdom of heaven and your righteousness. And all things, God, will be added unto us. So, Father, I pray the Lord, help us to seek you beyond what we desire. Help us to seek you beyond what we want, God. Because when we seek you, God, our desires will be your desires. When we seek you, God, our wants will be your wants. Because you know, God, the plans that you have for us. You know what we need before we even say it, Father. You know the amount of hair on our heads, God. The amount of hair on our body. Father, you know it. So, Father, I just pray the Lord you help our perspective to be switched and change into your perspective, God. And I ask you, Father, for those that are in need of a word, in need of you, that Lord, they will open your word every morning. They will open your word, God. Seek the Lord while he is yet to be found. Seek the Lord while he is still to be found. Seek the Lord while he is still to be found. 
Your word has saturation. Your word has purification. Your word has transformation. Your word, God, has power. Your word has reformation. Your word, God, has answers. The two-edged sword. Your word can pierce through anything. So help us, God, to seek your word beyond seeking anything your word said in Proverbs, but Father, that your word, wisdom, is better than rubies. Wisdom is better than gold. Your word is wisdom. So help us to seek wisdom above all. And even when we seek wisdom, yes, God, your word said we should seek understanding. So I pray for revelation, understanding to be poured down upon your people at this time. The revelation will be amplified in the realm of the spirit. The people will start to have wisdom. The Lord, revelation will pour down, open up revelation portal of revelation upon your people the fire will come upon them god that revelation will be poured into them understanding will be poured god into them comprehension will be poured into them clarity father will be poured into them because you're not a god of confusion but you're the god of clarity so I speak clarity into the places that need clarity, God. Into the people that need clarity at this time in their lives, in, in where you're taking them, in the shift that you're sending upon their lives. And even in, even in the industries that you're taking them, God, I pray for clarity. Uh, and I even pray for divine alignment, divine relationship, Father, that you want to bring into their lives at this time. I even pray that, Lord, you will remove the wrong relationship, the diabolical relationship, the destructive relationship, that, Lord, it will be removed out of place that is occupied because we're not, we cannot put new wine into old wine skin. So I just pray that, Lord, you uproot everything that is not like you in their lives, Father, that there will be an open space, an open door, an open place for them to have and receive what it is that you're trying to impart upon their lives. So I thank you, God, for the favor and the blessings that you're pouring upon your people at this time. And even with that come repentance, the things that they need to repent from, that they need to remove out of their, out of their being. And even the habits, God, the bad habits that they're trying to still remove from their life, that the enemy is trying to send forth, um, it, that the enemy is trying to send forth a, a spirit of, of, of delay and even a spirit of distraction, a spirit of, of bondage that the enemy is trying to send to cause them to not be able to shift into the right please that you want you want them to shift into and 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 even even the familiar spirit that are trying to come back uh, we pray not god god that you will send them an army of angels to strengthen them yes god and help them to put on the full armor of the lord that they are able to stand amidst anything that will try to come against them i pray the lord every day they will put on the helmet of salvation to guard their minds and their thinking and their thoughts and they will put on the breastplate of righteousness yes god to have to guard your heart amidst all things father because out of the heart flows the issues of life father and i even pray the lord they will put on the belt of truth and walk in truth guard your loins with truth at all times that they will not compromise that they will not fall into temptation that they will not fall into the traps of the enemy that they will speak in truth and they will walk in truth they will step in truth that they will be a man and a woman of god that is a, 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 a tower god that is a tower against the diabolical a tower against evil a tower against lies of and the deception of the enemy that they will be truth walkers they will be true to truth they will walk in truth and they will move in truth father because your word is true jesus came to bring truth he is the truth he is the true messiah he is the true one 
And so we are to be like you, Lord. We are to be like Jesus. So help us to walk in truth, to guard our loins with the belt of truth. And I pray the Lord, help us to walk in peace. You say the Lord, bless other peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. For Father, we are your children. So help us to walk in peace. Help us to, to place on our feet uh, the, the peace of the shoes of peace that we are to place on our feet at all times. That even in chaos, even in 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 uh, misunderstanding, even in things that don't seem right, God, that we will walk in truth. We will show our 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 true nature of a peaceful child of God, and we will be the bigger person, the bigger person, God, the bigger person, and be a a, a peacemaker in every every step. Will be a, will bring a, a a peace element, a peace in the room that will eliminate every chaotic thing. Jesus said to the storm, peace be still. God, that our walk will bring a peace in people's hearts, a peace in the atmosphere, a peace in the community, a peace in the places that we go, that your peace will fall upon the room when we step in the room. We pray for a peace over our feet. Anoint our feet, God, with the peace, the oil of peace. Anoint our feet, God, with the fire of peace, that, that when we walk in a circumstance, when people come to us to seek understanding, to seek wisdom, God, that we will be able to step into the situation and see it in all the ways that you want us to see so we can speak in peace and walk in peace and help people to even walk in peace as well. So help us to put on our shoes of peace, Father. And I pray the Lord help us to pick up our shield of faith. We cannot fight this battle without the faith. It is impossible to please you without faith, God. So I just pray right now that faith will be our weapon in this season. Faith will be our weapon against the enemy. When the enemy comes with all these devices, the Lord, we will pick up our shield of faith in the name of Jesus and quench every fiery dart of the enemy, every fiery dart that come from, from the waters, every fiery dart that come from the, the heavenly places, every fiery dart that come from family and, 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 and even from from. from things that we've left behind in the past father i pray the lord when they start to emerge your head say sataya. let us put on that shield of faith god to quench the the enemy's head to quench the fiery dots of the enemy help us to walk in faith in all circumstances in our finances in our minds in our body in our spirit our soul in our walk with you in our jobs in our families god in our friendship in our churches god and in, in even in the community father in our marriage god help us god to walk in faith knowing that the things that we see god we see it but we don't see it because we walk by but by faith and not by sight we walk in the realm of the spirit we see in the spirit and we know in the spirit and what we see in the physical is not going to last god because you're word says that lord you watch your word and you watch it to see it manifest and so your word does not return to you void it shall go forth and accomplish what it is that you have said it is supposed to do so god we are going to sit down and wait we be still and wait and know that you are god and we're going to walk in in faith and know that God, you are God, that what you have said will come to pass. You are not a God that lies. You're not a man that you should change your mind. You are a God that speaks and it is. You say it and it is. You show it and it becomes. So Father, we are going to pick up our shield of faith right now. I pray the Lord, those that are lacking in faith and, and have a fear about them, that Lord, you will command angels, that the angels will come and slay the enemy of, of fear out of their presence, that their presence will be 
eminated with the faith of the Lord. I pray the Lord, let your faith magnify in their heart. Let your faith magnify in their presence at this time. Release the gift of faith upon them, God, as you see fit, Holy Spirit, that they will start to walk in faith even now. And those that, Lord, have the gift of faith, I pray the Lord, you will stretch their faith into a different level. That they will have a faith that can work miracles. Yes, God. They will have a faith that can work deliverance. They will have a faith that can move uh, diseases out of people. They will have a faith that can shift the atmosphere. Father, I thank you for the faith of impartation of faith that you are given to your people at this time. And the most important sword, which is the word of God, the most important weapon, which is your sword. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus that, Lord, let us not depart from your word, God. Let us put your word in our hearts that we will not sin against you. I pray, Lord, let, let us take treasure in your word every single day. Let us meditate your word on your word day and night, Father. Let us keep your word in our minds. Let us have those words, the Bible, the verses that can edify us, that can prune us, that can even convict us, God. Help us to search your word and seek your word beyond all things because your word, which is the sword, can pierce anything. The two-edged sword can pierce anything, God. So I thank you for your word. Help us to love your word. Yes, God. Help us to love your word. Help us to love your word, God. Help us to love your word. I feel the fire of God. Help us to love your word. Help us to love your word, God. Help us to have a desire, thirst for your word like never before. God, I pray the Lord, let your word be eminent in every household that is listening at this time. That man will rise up and seek your word. Men will rise up and pray. Men will rise up and be fathers that open the word of God every Saturday morning, Father, and have communion with your family. They will open the word of God and sit at the table and feed on your word and feast on your word because your word is what we need in our spirit to strengthen us we are spirit beings in this body god we cannot live on on food alone but lord we are to live on the word that proceed out of the mouth of the lord we do not live by bread alone god but by every word that proceed out of your mouth god that every word that proceed out, out of your mouth is a word that is also in the word of god that is also in your word god you already have the word here before us Help us to seek your word. There is revelation. There is more in this word of God that we have even yet to grasp. And as we read your word, God, there are more words that are going to come out of your mouth that we will understand and even grasp. I pray for an anointing of, 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 of revelation, God, over your people as they turn the pages in the word. As they turn the pages, God, as they turn the pages, Father, that they will hear you. Because your sheep knows your word. Your sheep knows your voice. Your sheep knows your word. Your sheep knows your voice. Your sheep knows your word. Your sheep knows your voice. Your sheep knows your word and your voice. Because your word is your voice, God. So I pray that, Lord, let your sheep continue to seek your voice. And seek your, 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 your name above all names. So I thank you for the armor. The full armor of God that you've imparted upon your people. That you've allowed your people to put on. That every morning, every day, we will put on the armor of the Lord. And walk in it. And even those that have and even those that have spears have, have weapons in the realm of spirit that you've given them. You're giving them swords and axe and and and, and even um those that have um 
shields that you've given them, those that have um, instrumental weapons. We know that, Lord, David played the harp and demons fled. So, God, I thank you for the weapons that you're giving them even now. That as they pray, Father, they will be able to tap into those weapons that you're giving them in the realm of the Spirit. Because we war not against flesh and blood, God, but we war against principalities in heavenly places. So, I pray, the Lord, let them be able to be in sync and, and, and even discern when you have given them weapons to fight with. That they will be able to fight with those weapons, God. You will be able to use those, utilize those weapons, Father. To be able to stand amidst the enemy's assignments in war. In war, God. I thank you for the angels that you released. The, 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 the warrior angels that you released to them as the war in the spirit, God. I pray the Lord you strengthen apostles at this time. You strengthen prophets at this time, God. For what it is that 2021 holds. That they will be strengthened in all the capacity. That, that, that God, every destruction that the enemy is trying to send you away even anxiety and and things that they don't understand i just pray that lord you will give them grace and um revelation and also give them comprehension and, and an increase in your presence that they will be able to have a knowing they will come to that point of a knowing of you god and knowing of the things that you do Another realm of you, God, a deeper, 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 deeper level of you, of communion with you, of understanding, of communication with you, God. I pray for that over the fivefold ministry and over your people that are seeking to have a deeper level in worship and prayer and communion with you, those that want to hear you. I pray, the Lord, they will be still before you, they will be quiet before you, God, and say, speak, Lord, here am I. They will have an Eli and Samuel moment, Father, that when you call them, they will go to the right person, not the wrong person. But Father, they will come to you and say, God, here am I. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Speak, Lord, your daughter is listening. Speak, Lord, your son is listening. And I pray for the spirit of obedience upon them as they listen to you, God, that they will be obedient in how you want them to do what you want them to do, when you want them to do it, and where you want them to do it, God. So I thank you, Father. I thank you, God. And I bless your holy name. I bless your holy name, Jesus. I bless your holy name, Elohim. And I pray, God, the Holy Spirit, you will do a work in your people that are listening at this time. Strengthen them. I just pray for strength. Yes, God. There's, there's, I pray for strength upon your people. Strength, God. Strengthen them and even strengthen your angels as well for the battle that is ahead. Strengthen them. Strengthen them in their mind. Strengthen them in your hearts, God. Strengthen them in their walk. Strengthen them, Father, in your understanding. Strengthen them, God, in your spirit. Strengthen them. Strengthen them, God, with your fire. Strengthen them. With your anointing, strengthen them, God, with ministering angels that will minister to them. To them, God, strengthen them. They need strength. Strengthen them, God. Strengthen the political system, Father. Our systems are destructive, Father. Our system is self-seeking, prideful. Strengthen it. Realign us. 
Realign the government, God, in the nations. Realign us back to how you want us to be. Realign. I pray for a realignment, God. A realignment, Father. A realignment, Elohim. A realignment. Raise up the apostles, the prophets, the, the intercessors in the different nations to pray for a realignment in the government, in the political system. A realignment. A realignment. A realignment, God. Realign us. We are off balance. Put us back in place. We put you, God, back in your place. We put you back in your place, God. We cannot live this world without you. You created the heaven and the earth. You created this world. We cannot remove you. Look at the chaotic things that have happened because we have removed you in the schools. We have removed you in the places that you belong. So I pray the Lord 2021 will be in a realignment of your presence. A realignment of having you back into the places that we pushed you out of. We are sorry, God. And we ask for your presence back in the communities. We ask for your presence back in the churches. We ask for your presence, God, back in the, in the families, God. We ask for your presence, Father, back in the political system. We ask for your presence, God, back in the marketplace. We ask for your presence, Father, back to where you belong. We say, have your way. Take the will, Jesus. Take the place that you are always occupied we give it back to you back to you back to you god back to you back to you let your light shine back in us let your light your light that has come let it keep shining let it keep purifying let it keep illuminating the things that are not like you let it open up the places that need to be open let it shine in the darkness and and expose it god let your light that has come continue to shine in, in your people, in, in the communities, God, in your vessels. The Lord, the, the light that you've placed in us will start to be emanated out of us. Let it come out of us. Let us continue to be the light of this world and the sword of the earth. Let us not put our, our light aside. Let us not hide our light. Help us to continue to speak your word in our jobs, to speak your word with boldness. We want a, a boldness, God. That John the Baptist boldness to baptize, to set people free, to baptize people, God. To baptize them how you want them to be baptized. To make the way for your second coming. That joyful moment, that joyful time. Of, of, of just community with you again. When we actually get to see you again. That joyful moment of being in unity with you again. Help us to be ready for that moment when you come. When you come. Because you are coming. You are coming, God. The time is near. Help us to be ready. Like the virgins. With the oil, help us to be ready. Ready in our minds. Ready in our walk. Ready in our purpose. Ready, God, in our righteousness. Ready in how we walk. Ready in how we live this life. Help us to put aside everything that weighs on us. 
everything that will hinder us. Help us to put aside, lay aside everything that will hinder us, everything that will weigh on us, everything that will not help us to walk in the rightful place, in the rightful time, in the rightful place, in the rightful position in you. Help us, God. Help us. So I thank you, Elohim. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. And I thank you for the release of your impartation, of of your release of, of what it is that you're doing. And I thank you for what it is that you have graced us to understand at this moment, for the freedom that you've placed in, in the room. I thank you, God. And I bless your holy name. And we seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus. And we say, it is so. We are open to receive from you, God. Open. Open to you and you alone, Elohim. Open to you and you alone. Open to you, God. We are open to you, Father. We are open to you, Emmanuel. We are open. Fill us up. Fill us up. Overflow us with your presence, Holy Spirit. We receive you in this moment. We receive you, Holy Spirit. It's in the name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. All right. So I hope that you were blessed. Um, I didn't think I was going to go through, what, a 20 minutes of prayer. But the Holy Spirit took over. So um, I just flowed with what God was showing me and telling me to do and pray. Um, at this time. So I hope that you were edified by the prayer. Um, I hope that it um, gave you some confidence that God um, is on your side and that you are not in this alone, that God loves you and he cares about you and that when you seek him, you will find him. And when you seek him, he will give you what it is that you need. Um, yeah, so I hope that you were blessed um, by it. So today we're talking about relationship. Today I woke up and I wanted to talk about, you know, continue the series on confirmation, why it's important to get God's confirmation. And also, um, basically, you know, I talked about um, why it's important to get God's, God's confirmation and what the benefits of having confirmation of the Lord is. And um, I had a part one, but I wanted to talk about part two. Um Basically, part two will look at what the consequences of not getting confirmation from the Lord is. You know, we we will look in the book of, um, I would say that we will look at, you know, um, when it comes to Joshua. Yeah, we will look in the book of Joshua. We will look at, you know, at a time, Joshua 9, when Joshua made a covenant with the wrong people because he was looking at their appearance when there was something spiritual there that basically deception was what the spirit was upon the people. They came in a deceptive manner, but he was not able to tap into that and see it because he did not seek the Lord for it. Instead, he looked at the appearance. The sight can be deceiving, right? And so he looked at the appearance and he made a covenant with the wrong people. And so later on, the Lord revealed it to him and he realized that, wait a minute, these people were deceptive. And so it's very important that you seek the Lord in confirmation of things that he's telling you to do, especially in 2021. So um, I wanted to talk about that, but the Lord wanted me to talk about uh, the five-foot ministry and relationship. Uh, What the Holy Spirit was showing me is that there are people that feel as though um, have a, let, let's just say that people have a skewed and uh, a wrong 
perspective of the five-foot ministry. Basically, the people in the five-foot ministry, when it comes to relationship, what do I mean by that? Uh, you know, when God calls people out of their normality, calls them out, meaning that calls them out to be incubated in a, a quietness and a time of being alone to, to seek the Lord, to be to be strengthened and to grow and to even prune things out of them, that incubation time. Uh, and then with, after incubation comes elevation, right? God can sometimes take us out of our familiar, being familiar with things, what we are familiar with, our familiarity of things that we have known all these years, right? And he would take us. We see that, you know, uh, in, in a lot of the word in God, David was taken. He, every time he went to the sheep, to, to tend to the sheep, he was being incubated alone. Joseph was incubated. Before that happened, there was elevation. Even when David was anointed by Samuel, he was brought back to that incubation time to still grow. And so what comes is separation. And when elevation comes, you cannot bring what God removed out of your life into your elevation because when you were in the incubation it wasn't with you there so therefore you cannot bring it into your elevation and what God is showing me is that there are many people that have come in contact with those that they knew in the past basically those that they were you know in relationship with that God removed out of their lives and God put them in, in the incubation and then after the incubation was elevation and the anointing was eminent they were able to flow in their spiritual gift and they are now elevated and people know that but for some reason, those that were in their past are trying to come back or trying to even grasp why is it, you know, maybe I would say that those that are in their past, some of them are like David's brothers or even Joseph's brothers, right? Why wasn't I picked? And and even not just that, but 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 why isn't that person back in my life? Why can they why can they not be in my life? Why is it that I cannot be friends like them when I was friends like them in the past? Why can I not be friends again? And God wanna set the matter straight because uh, there is a, a skewed perspective of what it is that people have in their mind. And when God chooses people to be elevated, it's not that there's something wrong with you or you are not good enough. No, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose, but everybody has a choice to say yes to the purpose. You know that God is not a God that forces us to do anything. He will give you a purpose, but you have to walk in it. I believe that everybody can be elevated. But the thing is that many are called, but a few are chosen. And if you're chosen, you have to say yes to the Lord. And I feel like a lot of people are chosen, but they don't want to say yes. They want to be called, but they don't want to be chosen. Being chosen has consequences. Being chosen has things that you have to endure. Being chosen is not for anybody. It's, 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 it's something that has a, a lot of things that you have to go through. Okay, Being chosen has its ups and its downs. A lot of prophets, apostles, evangelists, pastors, you know, teachers, they have to deal with a lot of things that you don't see, that I don't see, but God sees. And so um, basically today I'm talking to those that are on the side looking in, basically those that are on the outside looking in. Okay, and what God is showing me is that some of them are resentful and some of them are angry and sad and feel like they are being looked down on but it's not it's not that that's not the case and the revelation that the holy spirit gave me this morning i was like how am i going to explain this and he gave me this uh, have you ever watched the the um the action movie it's called born a uh, born supremacy born identity i i think his name is matt um i forgot his name i i don't watch 
movies uh, like I used to before anymore. Um, so his name, I don't remember his name, but I think it's Matt something. But anyway, um, he had a movie called Born, which is basically Born Supremacy, Born Identity. Um, and he is basically a, um, what do you call it? An action, it's an action movie, right? And in the action movie, uh, you see that there is a lot. His name was basically Jason Bourne. That was the guy's name in the movie, and he was he was a um, a CIA okay assassin who was you know uh, had a um, basically there were people that were coming after him because he was in a place where. Um, he was trying to figure out his life because he has he had amnesia, okay? And so he was trying to figure out where he came from, who he is, and all of those things. But that's not the point. What I want to target on is that he was an assassin, a CAA assassin, okay? And this is going somewhere. I want, I want to, you know, set the foundation and then give you the revelation that the, the Lord was showing me this morning. And we see that, you know, um, in, in the movie, he fought a lot. He fought a lot. He had a lot of people come against him. He had a lot of things that he had to fight. He had to really fight for his life. Okay. To be a CIA, you you have to know how to war. You have to know how to fight. You have to know how to use the weapons around you. You have to know how to shoot. You have to know how to use a, you know, a, a, a sword. You have to know how to use a, a knife. You have to know how to use everything that is put in your hand to use. And so this man... Um, you know, Jason Bourne, who, who was played by Matt, De- Matt, uh, Matt Damon, I think that's his name. If I'm saying this wrong, I'm sorry. Matt Damon, I think, yeah, Matt Damon, sorry. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched um, movies in a while, so. Um, but Matt Damon, he was the one that played him, okay? And I, okay, so I love romantic movies, so uh, excuse me with the, you know, with the, uh, action movies. So, uh, I'm just trying to remember the movie that I saw that the Holy Spirit brought back to me. So born, you know, it has a, a film series. There's the born identity, born, um, supremacy, born ultimatum, born legacy, you know, from 2002 to 2012, he had all these, you know, movies that he played. Okay. Um, and so we see in the movie, I've seen the movies, um, cause my sister loves, um, action movies. So I've watched it a lot with her before and so in the movie he's alone he is normally alone and he's fighting and he it's like he's able to fight when and you know and he had amnesia so he didn't know who he was but in the midst of a trial in the midst of a a test in the midst of being attacked he was able to war he was able to be in position he knew what to do you know he knew how to fight he knew how to kill to survive and so we see in this movie that this man is is fighting for his life. Is literally and everybody that come around him is basically trying to kill him, okay? Because they know that he's a CIA and he knows stuff. He knows something, but he's trying to remember it. It's like, you know, when you sleep and you dream and you wake up and you're like, I remember parts of this dream, but I don't remember this part. You know, and that and sometimes it's because they're they're uh, something their spirits called um uh, mind blocking spirit and also dream snatchers, which are basically demonic spirit that come to basically uh, snatch your dreams that God has 
put in in your in your mind in your dream realm and even block your dreams for remembrance for from you from remembering your dream basically so so you you can put your hand over your head and you can pray against mind blocking spirits and also um dream snatchers okay and god will and when you do that they will stop uh remove you know they'll stop attacking your dreams so that you will remember and then you can pray even for God to help you remember your dreams okay so if you have if you have issues with remembering your dreams remember to um pray every night before you go to bed and even you can fast and pray against those those spirits as well okay uh because God speaks to us in dreams so take your dreams seriously um the bible says that you know God lets God makes himself known uh in visions and he speaks to us uh in dreams and this is like prophets god god speaks to prophets in dreams a lot um and he makes himself known in visions to them you know when i see visions like um pictorial visions you know paranormal visions um the open there's you know there's different type of visions i think i talked about it in uh the gift of the spirit as well i talked about it uh, more when i talked about the sermon of spirit as well um so you can go back and look at that okay so anyway back to the story so born supremacy uh, i know that this is more like you know not a preaching i'm trying to teach you guys something that god is showing me so that you will have um forgiveness in your heart and you will have uh you release that burden and that and that um hurt that you're holding on to because somebody in the five foot ministry hurt you okay um or i wouldn't I would say hurt you but more so didn't want to connect with you um and this is for your own sake okay it's it's it, there's a reason why that is happening so um in the movie born okay he is fighting for his life and he's alone the majority of the time and even when the people that were trying to target him you know kill him they they sent a woman okay that was like that's like reminded me of like Delilah you know the 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 Delilah spirit you know they sent a woman to you know to persuade him and to lure him and the woman was working for his enemy that but he didn't know and she was also you know uh really good in in fighting but she wasn't um sent by the right people and so he he little on realized that and then he had to remove himself from her and so we see this man he he can walk into a room and he will be able to see where the cameras are he will be able to see uh who you know is pretending to be a normal person in a room and who's pretending to be a you know um uh who's actually a, a normal person basically the ci the cia's on the cover he can see them and see that okay this person sitting there reading, reading the newspaper is not really reading the newspaper that person is sent to come and kill me and so he is able to see it and even when the people start to follow him that he saw before he realized that yeah it's true they were pretending to read the newspaper but they were not really reading the newspaper because they were sent to come and kill him and so he is able to defend himself and he is and he is in the world but he's alone even though there are a lot of people around him when he went to like the um the um I would say the train station I remember that, that episode I mean that scene that scene in the in the movie he went to the the train station he was there and he was able to like sense the whole room and see you know who was after him and who was there and all that and this man is not mad there's nothing mad about him everything that he was seeing was true but he was just trying to piece piece the pieces together he he was trying to put the pieces together what is happening right and so 
he was fighting for his life. And the same is with those that are in the five-foot ministry. The same is with us, that we are not in this world. We are, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. We fight a different battle. We fight a different thing. We fight in the realm of the spirit, okay? Just like Bourne, just like Jason Bourne, those that are in the five-foot ministry, especially apostles and prophets, when we step in a room, when we step in a community, when we are with people, we are able to discern. Those that are called to be miracle workers and healers and deliverers, we can see demons in people. We can see the atmosphere in the room. We can see principalities that are working into places. We can feel the atmosphere. We can feel the things that are not right, the diabolical. We can, see, we can feel the, the divine. We are in the realm of the spirit. And so those that are not in the realm of the spirit do, do not understand us. And the same with born. The same with Jason Bourne. Those that are in the room with him do not see what he's seeing. Do not see the, CIA, the CIAs in the room. So let, let's picture the, CIA, the CIAs that are after him, okay? The demons and the principalities, okay? Let's picture them as those that he's fighting, okay? And he is a vessel of the Lord, okay? That he's trying to piece together everything, everything that the Lord is showing him. And we see that he's trying to piece his life together. Like, what's happening? Why are people after me? Why are people trying to kill me? Okay? Because he has a purpose. There's something that he is able to do. There's some information in him that he knows. That if he releases it, the whole world will shift. The whole, the, 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 the secrets will come out. The political system will change. So they're trying to kill him. They try to, you know, remove his, his, um, his memory. But they couldn't do it. Completely. And so he, he, he ran away. And so they were after him. The same with those that are in the fivefold ministry. That we have and God has given us the grace to know things. To see things. And so we fight to stay in the position. To be able to do what it is that we're supposed to do. Have you ever known an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, a pastor, evangelist that has gone to a place and ministered? And right after that, the enemy is trying to like cause a car accident or try to like, you know, cause a disease on them. Because we fight in the realm of the spirit. Born knows something. So people are after him to kill him. So he, he does not speak it. And that's the same way with the five-foot ministry. Because of the grace of God in our lives because of what he's called us to be, who he's called us to be. So the enemy wants to come and destroy us. And the enemy that we fight is not flesh and blood. You don't see it, but we do. A people that are called, chosen to be miracle workers, to drive out demons, to, to, to see the lame walk, to, to, to basically that, you know, Isaiah 61, 1 to 3, anointing the, the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has called me to preach, to, to teach, to, 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 to heal, to deliver, to bring joy, to, to shift and to do the things that God, that Jesus came to teach his apostles and his prophets and his teachers and pastors and evangelists and all that. Is imparted onto the five foot ministry to, to be sent out to do that. And so when somebody is in the five foot ministry and they're doing what they're doing, and they're not the same person that they were before, 
is because they're in a newness. There's that sort of Paul transformation, okay? That Damascus transformation, that, that, that transformation that has happened, okay? So, what God is showing me is that when you look in the movie Born, okay? Born, the Born Supremacy movie, he never had people with him that could not fight like him. The people that could fight like him was the only people that could be with him because he was in a different level. He was fighting. He was in a different season. Bourne could never, Jason Bourne would never pick somebody who cannot hold a gun or even shoot a gun because if you are with him for just a day, you will die. Because you are not graced. You don't know how to do it. You don't know how to kill. You don't know how to slay. You don't know how to fight. When the CIA sent, you know, when France CIA, when, when um, the Russian CIA in the movie sent, sent people to him to kill him. If you don't know how to fight like him, you will not be able to defend yourself. He will have to defend himself and also you as well. So... The same comes with those in the five-foot ministry. Because we, fight demon, we, because we fight demons, we fight principalities, we fight witches and warlocks. Because we fight in the realm of the spirit, there's demonic entity, spirit, that has been assigned to every apostle, every, every prophet, every pastor, every evangelist, every teacher. So if you're not on the same level, you will be devoured. <laughs> you will be devoured. And, you know, when you look in the Bourne movie, it is good for Bourne, Jason Bourne, not to bring somebody who is not skilled in fighting because he does him a disservice, right? He, it, it's not wise for him to bring somebody who doesn't know how to shoot a gun. That is that is wrong. If you know you are under a, a, a different season and you're fighting CIAs and people that the enemy uh, that that um that um the government has sent against you, you don't want to bring somebody that doesn't know how to fight, because then you're putting them in danger. The same comes with those that are in the five foot ministry. Sometimes they don't want to connect with you, not because there's something wrong with you. They don't want to connect with you, not because you're not cool or you're not good. It's because you're not on, the, on that level yet. And so they don't want to expose you to danger. Because when you connect with them, if the principalities, if the demons, if the witches, if the, um, the curses, if whatever that the enemy is sending against them cannot hit them, the enemy will try to find those that are around them. To use against them. And if that person is not graced. To have you in their life. You are in danger. 
And so what God is showing me is that those I feel like, oh, I used to know Susie and I used to know Brian and I, I used to know Daniel and he and I used to, you know, hang out together. And, and we used to, Brittany and I used to go and do this together. And now that Brittany feel like she's all filled with the Holy Spirit and she's anointed and she can pray in tongues and she can work miracles and do signs and wonders and she can pray and heal and, and, and have discernment of spirit and prophesy and do this and this and that. She, 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 she don't want to be with me. She don't want to talk with me. She don't want to hang with me or he, he don't want to play ball anymore. He don't want to go and shoot ball anymore. He don't want to go and, and, and play basketball or play soccer or, or even play video games with me anymore. Trust and know this. They want to do it, all of those things with you. They do. They really do. But that comes with the warfare that you are not ready. It's like this. Many people want to be I'm a bearers for people who are well-known apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. But there is a grace that comes with an I'm a bearer. I'm a bearers are chosen by God. God will instruct somebody to pray for pastors and for leaders and for teachers and for apostles and prophets. There is an anointing that God releases on those people to be I'm a bearers. God handpicked them because if the fight cannot overtake that leader, it will try to take you. And if you are a friend with that person, and if you are not a prayer warrior, and if you are not in sync with the word of God, and if you are not shielded under the covering of the Lord, and if you are not consistently seeking the face of the Lord, you are a target. You are a target. So sometimes if they don't want to be your friend anymore, it's not that they don't want to be your friend. It's that they are protecting you. They are protecting you. Because if a demon comes to try and, you know, overtake them or do something against them, and the, and the demon cannot stand them, meaning that, meaning that the demon cannot come against them because they are on fire for God and they have an anointing and they are able to slay the demon, guess what? When the demon comes back, because the demon know that, knows that they cannot touch that person, they're going to want to enter you to try and come against the person. How do we see this? We see this in the book of Matthew. Remember when Jesus, I believe it's Matthew um, 16, 21 to 28. Let's read it. We see this in Matthew. When Jesus predicted his death and his resurrection, the devil came into Peter to speak to Jesus, to, to basically discourage him. Okay, okay, so Jesus himself had 12 disciples. He had a lot of people around him, but he had 12 disciples. And even in the midst of those 12 disciples, he had three people, Peter, James, and John. That he had close him, that he transformed in front of him, in, in front of them. The people that you used to know, they don't want to transform in front of you, not because you are not worthy, or not because they don't want you to like see them in the in their, their whole entity, not because they don't want to expose their life to you, but you're not ready for it. Jesus took three people. He didn't take all of them because they were not ready for that. He knew. Peter, James, and John is ready. And even in the midst of those three people that were really, 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 really close to him, 
One of them betrayed him, Peter. Betrayed him three times. And it wasn't Peter that was doing it. It was the devil that went into Peter. It was the enemy that used Peter. So do you see what I'm saying? Even when you are close to that person, the enemy can still come. And so when you're not strong in your spirit, when you're not strong in who God has called you to be, when you're not on that level, you are a target against yourself. You are a target for the enemy to use to, to, use to, 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 to basically kill, steal, and destroy you. And also you are, you know, John 10, 10. And also you are a, a target against them as well. I cannot tell you how many times the enemy has tried to use friends that I used to have to come against me. I cannot tell you. And I'm being real, you know. It's because I was realizing that, wait a minute, the people that I, I was picking as friends, though I loved them, though they were great people, they were not strong enough to even discern when the enemy was trying to use them against me. So I had, I had to be strategic in who I have as friends. Basically have my, three P, my, my PJs, my Peter, James, and John. Because I couldn't have the whole 12 disciples really close to me. They are acquaintances and they are friends. And then there are those that are really, really close to you that you can transform in front of, like Jesus transformed in front of Peter, James, and John. And so if you're not in the midst of the Peter, James, and John, do not be grieved. Do not feel like you are not good enough or you're not better or you're not whatever it is that the enemy is trying to tell you. It's not about you and it's not about them. It's not about them. Okay? People in the five-foot ministry, it's, it's not about us. It's not. We have put ourselves aside because honestly, if it was about us, we will have you in our lives. If it, if it was about us, we will have everybody that we want to have in our lives. But it's not about us. Because it's not about us and because we care about you and about your safety and knowing that you're not, you're not strong enough. And we pray for you to be strong. We pray for you to be strong in the spirit. We do. But because we know that you're not strong in the spirit yet... We cannot expose you to certain things because that can really hurt you in the long run. So let's look at John, um, Matthew 16, 21. It says, Jesus predicted his death and resurrection. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and, and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. And that was not Peter talking. See, this is a, a, a pure example of the sermon of spirit. Jesus used his discernment of spirit to, to realize. And those that are in the fivefold ministry, they have a discernment of spirit. So when they are around you, okay, they can sense when somebody else is talking out of their, out of your mouth they, we can, we can sense when things have shifted and and we have to be wise in how we deal with that okay we have to be wise in how we deal with that we will pray we are always 
always praying for those that the Lord has sent around us. And even those that want to be in our circle, we pray, we cover them. And because of the grace of God on our lives that cover us, it also covers those that are around us. But you have to be on a certain level to be able to be in that same flock. Remember the Bible said, well, not the Bible, but uh, remember, remember the saying, there's, a lot, there's, there's this saying, you know, a bird, birds of, of, of the same feathers, what, flock together. A, you know, when we look in the book of Acts, Paul and his team, right? Peter and his team, we saw, you know, the Bible says that what? He sends them out, what? Two by two. Okay? Two by two. Those two by two are on the same level. They can pray in the same level. They can see in the same level. They can anoint in the same. They can war in the same. They can fight the enemy in the same level. Born supremacy. Born, born Jason Bourne. The people that came to help him were on the same level as him. When you look in the series, in the film, there, I think there was a particular guy that came to help him. He could fight like Bourne. He could fight the CIA like Bourne can. And so, if you are not somebody who is graced to be in that, in that realm of war against the, the, the enemy, you are in, um, in a very fragile space. And so when people who are in the fivefold ministry that you used to know don't want to connect with you on an intimate level, like meaning that, you know, you are like a Peter or James or John to them, it's not that they don't want to, you to be in their lives. It's that they are protecting you. It's a protection. Now, they have acquaintances, they have friends, but to actually get to that deep level of relationship, you have to be bold in the spirit to get there. A lot of people in the five-foot ministry don't have a lot of friends. They have friends, but they don't have a lot of friends, if you know what I mean. Like really, really close friends. Majority of us have one or two friends, the most three friends that are very close to us because we know the strategies of the enemy. We see that in the word of God. When Peter, guess what? The devil came in Peter to rebuke Jesus. Let's see what Jesus said. 23 says, but he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. So, you see what I'm saying? Even Peter that was close to Jesus, the enemy could still use. So when somebody is in a fivefold ministry and you used to know them and they don't want to connect with you on a deeper level, it's not that they don't love you or care about you. It's that the seasons have shifted and that you, you are not at a level that you can... Um, experience and fight on their level and when I say that I'm not trying to say in a prideful matter at all just as you look in the in the in the movie born supremacy born identity I do not want to be friends with born 
Honestly, <laughs> I've never held a gun. <laughs> I don't know how to fight with a gun. I don't know how to shoot a gun. So I don't want to do nothing with no CIA. You hear me? I don't want no friendship with the CIA. Because when, this, when the enemy comes, when the CIA sent a CIA to come and target that person, I don't know how to shoot a gun. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to say, you know what? We cannot be friends. Because I can't fight. I can't fight. I cannot fight like you. I don't know how to shoot. I don't know how to use a, 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 um, a knife like you do. I don't know how to, how to fight, you know, combat with my hand like you are doing. Because in the movie, he was fighting with his hand. And even he was bleeding and his hand was bleeding. I don't know how to do. I know how to pray. I know how to war in the spirit. I know how to shift the atmosphere. I know how to see in the spirit. I know how to do those things. I know how to pray against demons. I know how to do that. But I cannot shoot a gun. A real gun. I cannot do that. Because I know that, I know where I stand. So when somebody who can shoot guns, who are, who's a CIA, tell me you cannot be my friend because this, this, that. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I understand. I don't see it as them being prideful. I don't see them as them being, oh, I'm better than you. No. I see them as saying, you know what? I just want to be cautious. I want to protect you. And me, seeing that, I will say, okay, all right, yeah, thank you for, for giving me the heads up because I don't think I'm ready for that because <laughs> I, I don't know how to shoot a gun. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when somebody in the five-foot ministry does not want to connect with you. It's not that they don't care about you or they don't like you. It's that you're not ready for what it is that they fight. People who go around and the Lord uses to drive out demons and to heal and to deliver. Basically, they have the gift of miracles and healing. Okay, And especially the discernment of spirit. Because before you can drive out demons, you have to discern them. Right? And also, they have the gift of knowledge as well, to know things, okay? Um, they fight a lot of battles. They fight a lot that you don't know. Especially after, after, before, after, and during the time that they're ministering. That's why we, we always have to be on our face in prayer. We always have to be in the Word of God. That's why we always have to be still before the Lord and hear Him, okay? That's why we always have to guard ourselves with worship and fasting. I've never met a prophet or an apostle that, that does not fast on a weekly basis. And even a monthly basis. So, I hope that you got the revelation just as much as I don't want to be friends with born supremacy, I mean born Jason Bourne, because I'm I don't know how to fight like he does in in the movie. You know, this man can use anything to fight. He was always on the go. And he was normally always by himself. And those that joined him to help him were on the same level as him. And because I know that I cannot shoot a gun like him. I cannot do the things that even even like, you know, put, you know, CIA instruments together to 
to be able to listen to people in another state, you know, all of those things that they do in the movie. Because I know that I cannot do that. I know I don't want to hang with somebody like him. But if I'm able to be trained and be able to shoot a gun and be able to know and, and do all the things that he, he does in the movie, oh, yeah, I want to hang with him because he can defend me, I can defend him because we are on the same level. The same goes with those in the, in the five-foot ministry. And especially when it comes to relationship, like marriage. Okay, a woman that is an apostle or a prophet want to find a man that the Lord has graced her to find and have because she wants to have a covering. The Lord already covers her, but she want a man that can cover her as well as, as well as she can cover him. So if you are, let's say, if she's a 10 in the realm of the spirit, okay, and a man is a two or five or three, she's doing him a disservice. Because the war that she's fighting, that he don't see yet because he's a two or three, because he's still growing, which is okay because we all came from growing from, you know, from, from, you know, when we prayed a salvation prayer, we all came from there. Everybody is, has sinned, myself. I, I've had to overcome some things in my life to be where I am. You know, uh, you know I came from being a three or being a two to where I am now. Everybody came from that position. Everybody had to be pruned of something, some, some sin, some stronghold, something that, that, that the Lord had to remove from their lives. But because now they are at a 10, they cannot be snared by the things that are in the former things that they used to do. Hebrews 12 says, well, lay down every weight that hinders you, right? Lay it down. So, just like, just like I said, if I want to be friends with Bourne, Jason Bourne, I need to fight like him. I need to be able to shoot like him, do everything like he's doing. Maybe not exactly like him, but train like him. But because I'm not in that, I've not been graced with that, I'm going to find my people, <laughs> my friends. My people that are on the same level as me. Because they get me. Because when I say I'm, I see a vision or I see this or I'm discerning this or, you know, I, I find my people. And that comes with everything like, you know, business, you know. If, if you have a multi-million dollar idea, you don't want somebody that has a small business idea. You understand what I'm saying? You want to flock with the people that you, where you're going. And so I hope that this has given you revelation. That person that you used to know. Maybe they might not even be a five-word minister. They might be a, a different industry. That you are close to. And even family members. Joseph had to be separated for some time. But God brought him back. God brought his family back to him. Okay. David had to be separated from his family. Abraham. Do you see what I'm saying? Born supremacy, born Jason, born had to be separated from his family. Because wherever he went, they were sending CIAs to go and kill him. So if he went to his fam family's house, the CIAs were after him. 
So I hope that this gave you a revelation that whoever it is that has left your life because they are seeking God on a deeper level, do not take it personal because it's not personal. You know, many of us, we did not choose this life. God chose us for it. I always say that God has a purpose and the devil has a purpose for people's life. You either choose the Lord's, life, the Lord's purpose for your life or you find yourself in the devil's purpose for your life. And many people who are in the fivefold ministry have chosen what God wants for their lives. They didn't, you know, a prophet is not made. A prophet is born. Either you're born a prophet or you're not. And that doesn't mean that you're not a disciple of the Lord. That doesn't mean that you're not good. God can use you mightily just as much as he's using a prophet. Maybe you, are, you might be the one that is supposed to be working in the hospital to, to move the hospital where it's supposed to be. Maybe you might be the one that is working in the school system to shift the school system in where it's supposed to be. And that's why I never envy people in the platform, like people who are well-known pastors and evangelists and teachers and apostles and prophets. Because where I am is where God wants me to be. You know, and if I'm not connected to them, it's okay. Because I'm not supposed to be connected. If I was supposed to be connected to them, God would make it so. So those that have left your life in the past and you have had a skewed, a skewed perspective of them because they're in a different season, I hope that this born supremacy, born identity, born legacy movie analogy that the Lord gave me will help you see what it is that God is trying to show you. It's not in the face of the Lord. We are all equal. You know, the spiritual gift are gift given to, to people by the Holy Spirit as he wills, as he wants. And I think that the Holy Spirit give it to us. And this is just my revelation when we are ready. When he thinks that we are ready for it. The gift that we all can pray for if to prophesy. That's a gift that we all can pray for. To prophesy. Just because you prophesy does not mean that you're a prophet. It's just two different. These are two different things. The spirit of prophecy can come in a room because there are prophets in there. Or because there's an, a, a, a spirit of prophecy that has come in your room. And people can start to prophesy. But a, 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 a office of a prophet is different from being able to prophesy. You know. So I just hope that you... Um, before, before I step into my gift, my, 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 the office of a prophet, before I step into who God called me to be, before, even when I was little, I was prophesying. You know, I was seen in the, in the room of the Spirit. Um, but I wasn't completely in it, if you know what I mean. I wasn't completely in it. I was still... One feet in the word and one feet in the world. I was, I was backsliding sometimes, especially in college. And I'm being real with you guys. I'm being very real here, you know. Um, 
But then when I made up my mind to completely be sold out for God, for Jesus, that's when things shifted. And, you know, the people that I knew from my past, they're still great people. It's just that I cannot hang out with them anymore. There's nothing wrong with them. I pray for them that, that they will get the revelation and also step in the fullness of who God has called them to be. But I, I never, I would never think that I'm better than them in any way. No. When you completely get sold out for Jesus, you fight it. <laughs> there is a war after your yes to the Lord. It does not become easy. And I don't want to discourage somebody. It does not become easy, but God has graced you for it. And also, he has authority over you. He's given authority to angels to cover you. And he's given you authority as well. There's different rankings in the realm of the spirit. That's why it says apostles first, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Because there's different rankings. So, I want you to take time right now. The person that left because the Lord removed them. Because their season in your life is over. And they are on a different level in their walk with the Lord. That you feel as though you've left behind. And you feel resentment and anger. You know, um, and even jealousy. You know, I want you to take time and to just pray a repentance. Just pray for a release. Just pray. Because I just gave you a analogy. Let's say Jason Bourne and I grew up together. And now he's over here being a CIA Fighting with guns and, 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 and you know, um, knives and killing and fighting with his hands and basically combat, okay? A CIA is a combat fighter. And I see him doing his thing. And he's, he's on a, another level. I'm not going to be like, oh, boo, whoa, me. Why did you leave me behind? Like... Jason, why can't you be my friend anymore? He's on another level. I cannot get there right now. <laughs> and honestly, I don't think I want to get there. <laughs> because what he's fighting is beyond me. And I'm not graced to be as somebody who has a gun, carrying a gun everywhere I go. Okay? As a CIA for a government or for a, a, a nation or a country. I'm not graced to be a CIA. But I'm graced to be a CIA in the spirit for the Lord. Right? So I want you to get that revelation and, and just release the person in your heart. Because, you know, I, I was trying to talk about part two of confirmation. But the Holy Spirit gave me this born supremacy, born identity analogy. I was like, whoa. And I have not watched this movie in years. So I was like, okay, God. And so what God is saying is that, you know, everybody is his children. You are his daughter. You are his son. 
but those that said yes to him and have and and uh are called into the five word ministry are called into platforms that you see them that doesn't mean that he doesn't see you as equal to them no you are still precious in his sight you are still chosen you are still called Many are called, but a few are chosen. I, I believe that if many who are called say yes, they will be chosen. So after you pray, I just want you to just release it and just say, you know, and pray for the person. Pray for the person that God removed. And if the person was mean to you in any way, I am sorry. And I pray that God will heal your heart. And trust me and believe this. The Lord has convicted them. God knows how to deal with his apostles, his prophets, and his teachers, and his pastors, and his his evangelists. He knows how to deal with them when they are in the wrong. But don't be angry. Don't be resentful. Pray for them because they fight so much. Honestly, I think that Jason Jason Bourne's family knowing that he was out there being a CIA, I think they were covering him in prayer. I think they were really praying for him because he was fighting a different level of fight. Jason Bourne could walk in a room and discern who was who in the room and see where the cameras were and see who was pretending to be a normal person but really was a CIA undercover. But the thing is, Everything around him was moving. And nobody saw him. Nobody saw what he was going through. Only he knew. And the people that were after him. And some of the people that he told. And so you don't know what your five-foot ministry friend is going through. You don't know what is happening in your lives. You don't fight blood. They don't fight people. They don't fight flesh. They fight demons. They fight personalities. They fight witches and warlocks. They fight the devil and his imps. They fight demons and spirits. I'm not going to go through all the different spirits, but they fight a lot. And so don't be resentful toward them. They are protecting you. And trust me and say trust me when I say this that if there is an assignment of the enemy that has been sent against you, God will show it to them and they'll pray for you. Because majority of them are also um a covering for you. Especially if you're, you know, like a David in a family or Joseph in a family, like a lot of the five foot ministry people are sent to break generational curses. They're sent to to be um, watchmen and watchwomen. They're sent to cover their houses, their families. There's stuff. There's stuff that the Lord will show them that is happening in your family, but they will be in a, a different country. But they will see it in the spirit. 
and they will war in the spirit. They will pray in the spirit. They will pull down things in the spirit. So just because they're not in your life doesn't mean that they're not fighting for you. They are. It's just that you cannot be close to them. Because just like Bond, just like Jason, Jason Bond, if you went to eat lunch with him and spend a day with him, and you don't know how to fight, when those CIAs come, you will be devoured. You will die. And so I hope that this podcast let you know, you know, um, what it is that is really happening. I remember one of uh, apostle, uh, one of the apostles, uh, really well-known apostle, you understood, she preached, um, I think she was preaching about relationship. And she talked about I'm a birds. And she said, a lot of people want to be Amaburras, but they don't know the war that comes with it. Amabura is close, 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 close to the people. Amaburras is close to the people that, that are leaders. An Amabara of an apostle needs to be a warrior in the spirit. It's not just, you know, service. It's not just getting a cup of water for them or getting some mints and helping them dress and helping them when I say dress like put on you know their robes you know how like sometimes uh when you go and preach there are like certain you know attire that you have to wear it's not just that but they have to be chosen they have to really be like ready for it I want to um and I want to say this. Another thing I want to say is, those that are those that are in the fivefold ministry have the same um, desire as Jesus had. The true people that are in the fivefold ministry, the desire that Jesus have is this. Jesus had a desire in um, John fourteen twelve to fourteen, and he still have this desire. And the desire is this. He says, "Verily, truly, I tell you." Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these. Because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name. And I will do it. It says here, the key that I I want you to emphasize on is here. It says, they will do even greater things than these. Everybody that is in the five-foot ministry that is a true son and a true daughter of God want to see other people do greater than they have done. They want to see other people who walk in, in the same anointing do greater things. Jesus said, you will do greater things than I have. So those that are in the five-foot ministry that God has really, truly chosen, they desire to see you do greater things than they have. They desire to see their children do greater things than they have. They desire to see their, 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 their mentors and their mentees and those that are in, 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 their, in their sphere and those that are even coming up, the Joshua's and the Jer- Jeremiah's and the Samuel's and the David's. They want to see them do greater things than these. Because being the five foot ministry is not about us. 
to the kingdom of God and the elevation of his glory and of his, his kingdom. And so if you're able to do greater things than these, then that means that the Lord's greatness is being stretched. The, 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 the name of the Lord is being stretched into the nations. The people are getting free. There are multitude of people that are being set free, redeemed, delivered, and anointed for greater things. So there's never a pride for spirit in a true apostle, in a true prophet, in a true evangelist, in a true teacher, in a true pastor. Because it's not us, it's the spirit in us. And as I'm speaking, my hand is on fire right now. It's not us, it's the spirit of God in us. So we want to see you walk in your purpose. We want to see you walk in your purpose more than you want to see you walk in your purpose. People who are in the five-foot ministry, when they see people who they have um, left, that, that the Lord has told them to leave behind because they are on another level, they want to bring you to their level. They want to see you. Walk in your purpose because they understand that because they know they are living in their purpose. So they know the, 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 the blessing and, 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 the, and the surety that comes with it. So they want to see you walking in your purpose more than you want to see you walking in your purpose. And so they pray for you deeper, deeper every day. They pray for you. So I pray that this revelation has let you know that those in the fivefold ministry do not think that they are better than you. No. If they don't want to hang out with you, it's not that they think they're better than you. It's that they're protecting you. I don't want to hang out with Jason Bourne. No, sir. No, ma'am. <laughs> I cannot shoot no, no gun. Okay? I'm going to sit here and just be safe. <laughs> and pray for him until I'm able to shoot a gun in the in the natural like him and be a CIA and fight like a CIA I don't want to hang with CIAs I can talk with them but be close knit because I'm putting myself in a place that I'm not ready for and Jason Bourne will tell you you are not ready Alright, so let's take a, uh, a break, a song break, and also a advertisement break. The song is called God I Look To You by Embassy Worship. Oh 
So I hope that you were edified. Um, thank you for tuning into Mimi's message. Before we end, I want to remind you, uh, everybody has a cross. Those in the fivefold ministry have a cross that they have to pick up. And so do you. Um, it says in Matthew 16, 24 to 28, it says, take up the cross and follow him. And who's him? Jesus Christ. Your cross might be something that you might have to lay down and, and, and then pick up what God wants you to pick up. Maybe you might have to lay down your job to go into full-time ministry. Maybe that the cross that you're bearing is your full-time ministry. Maybe your children is the cross. Maybe your child is the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist. Maybe your 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 child is the next CEO of Apple, the next person that's going to invent the airplane that is going to take people to different places. Maybe your child is the one that's going to invent invent the next um house, you know, plan and even cars and and even industries that is going to shift the world into the right place. Maybe your child is the next evangelist, maybe your child is the next um, you know, chef, your child is the next person that is going to invent the new vaccine or do something that is going to help the world and the people in it. And so maybe your cross might have been to lay down your job, to be a stay-at-home mom, to train up your child that when they grow up, they will not depart from the Word of God and they will be in alignment with what God has called them to be so that they can be the one that will invent the next vaccine or invent the next thing that God wants to release into the world or even go to the nations and preach and, and do what it is that God has placed them to be. So whatever your cross is, I want to, you to remember that nobody is tied to your cross. Jesus left his father and mother's house and went to the temple to preach when he was, what, 12 years of age. When his family was looking for him, when his mom found him, what did he say? Didn't you know I have to be about my father's business? So the people that have left, that the Lord have left or told to leave or, or removed, know that their life is not tied to your life. If it was, they would have still been in your life. There was a season that Jesus had to be home. And then he left. There was a season that David had to be home. There was a season that Joseph had to be home. There was a season that even Jeremiah had to be in a place that the Lord wanted him to be. There was a season that even Esther, Hannah, there's a season that Elizabeth had to be in. There's a season that even Ruth had to be in. There's a season that you have to be in. So don't look behind you and say, oh, well, me, that person left and that person move on. David had to move on. Jacob had to move on. Joshua had to move on with the Israelites. They couldn't keep mourning for Moses. Saul is dead. Move on. There's a transformation that has happened. And so the word is saying that 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whoever desires to save his life will lose it and but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it for what profit is it to a man if he gains the world and loses his own soul and what will a man give in exchange for his soul for the son of man will come in the glory of his father with his angels 
then he will reward each according to his works. Assuredly, I say to you that there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. There is work to be done. There is work to be done. And I know that um, now that you've had you know, healing in your heart, a new perspective of what it is that truly is happening, um, I, I hope that you will start to step in your position, in your purpose. And when you do that, and even go deeper in your own purpose, you know, when you do that, you will come into that same road that the other people were in. And you will understand. You will understand why. Why Jason Bourne cannot bring certain people with him because he's protecting them. But if uh, you listen to this and you feel like you still might need to go into a deeper level of healing, uh, even like uh, have a conversation with somebody, you know, the word says that dealing with a sinning brother in Matthew uh, 18, 15 to 20, if you feel like you need to have a conversation, like really sit down and talk to somebody that, you know, um, maybe have done you wrong in a way, uh, neglected you, did, did something that really uh, pierced your heart very deep. And maybe having a conversation would be a good way to have a perspective and, you know, clear, clear the slate, clear the plate and just let your, your emotions out. If it is possible, you know, take the time to meet with the person. Um, I think that a person will want to hear you out and God will want to re- resolve whatever it is. Um, but I hope that this perspective, this analogy has given you a clarity and a, and a revelation and an unfolding of what is really happening on the other side of the story. So I want you, I want you to, uh, your homework, I want you to look at Matthew 18 to 15 to 20. It talks about how to deal with a sin between you and your brother maybe you know it says i'll just read the first one it says moreover if your brother sins against you go and tell him his faults between you and him alone if he hears you you have gained your brother so i want you to look at 16 to 20 and i really want you to meditate on that and ask the lord to reveal to you what it is that you need to do personally okay concerning whatever it is that um um transpired okay I know for sure this is something that the Lord wanted me to say to somebody because I had a whole (laughs) teaching that I wanted to continue to do, but God was like, no, I want you to talk about it. And I was like, where did that come from? But uh, I'm being obedient in, you know, releasing what God is saying to you all. So I just hope that you were blessed by it. Um, The song that played was a song by The Well. Uh, I think also it's called um, The Well. And also I think it's... um, by uh, Enwar Worship. It's called um, Give Me Vision. It's like, God, uh, give me vision so that I, I know what to do. Um, I hope that it, it really touched your heart and um, spoke to your spirit uh, to seek the Lord in all things because He has the answers. <laughs> right? He has the answers. He has all the answers. Be still before the Lord. It's good to just be quiet before Him. And just sit and just hear him, okay? And even you can even like play instrumental worship in the background and just listen to him. He has so much to say to you and pour in you 
can reveal to you. So I hope that you have been edified. Thank you so much for tuning in to Mimi's message today. Um, next week, we're going to continue with the confirmation part two. Hopefully, uh, I'm not sure what God is going to say. <laughs> you might change his mind, but I'm just going to flow with him. Um, and I hope that you were edified today. Remember that you were chosen and your yes has a prize and it has a fight. But you have to keep saying yes to the Lord. All right. And God will bring the divine friends, the right people, the ones that are going to be in your circle, that are going to flock with you. Okay. And do what it is that you're called to do. But pray for your friends in the five-foot ministry. It's not easy. It's not. Pray for them. As they pray for you too. All right. So you have a blessed day. If you want to sow into the ministry, um, I have a ministry called Sisters of Ruth Ministry. It's a nonprofit ministry to help women heal, get delivered, set free, and walk in your purpose through Jesus Christ. So if you want to sow, you can go into um, your um, cash app. It's, it's called SOAR Ministry. So it's S-O-R and the S-O-R is capitalized, okay? And the ministry is um, lowercase. So SOAR Ministry, which means Sisters of Root Ministry. So you can donate whatever the Lord placed on your heart to bless the ministry. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys on Saturday for another episode of Mimi's Message. Have a blessed and favorite and prosperous day. Love you.